Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on? Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. Get in zone. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. Get in zone. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix finder only at AutoZone. Get in zone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For some, it's a sizable paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. These are my passions, and that's what I'm going to do for you. I want you to stop tripping over small challenges and prepare to rise above the bigger obstacles that life will present to you. My next guest is a young man who's rising above those bigger obstacles and living his dream. And his dreams are big and he's accomplished a lot of big things. My next guest is Jahi Winston. He currently resides in Atlanta, Georgia. Jahi enjoys playing baseball, singing and working on building his nonprofit organization called You Can Too, which encourages kids to pursue their dreams in the arts and education. His career started on, on Broadway, New York Broadway, the Broadway Broadway. As young Simba in Disney production, The Lion King, he has shared the screen with Kevin Hart, Taraji P. Henson, starred in Netflix series Everybody Sucks, played a young Ralph Tresvant in a new edition story, and is now starring in Charm City Kings with Meek Mill, which will be streaming on HBO Max. I have seen the movie. It's fantastic. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Jahi Winston. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you. Uh, Jahi, can I ask you how old you are right now? I'm 16 years old. 15 years old. And you have a foundation, a nonprofit organization called You Can Too. How old is that nonprofit? Um, it's a few years old. Uh, we started it, I think, uh, maybe 2018, mm-hmm. uh, I believe. 2018, right around um, title of 2018, closer, yeah, and yeah. Okay, tell us what it is, because this is really interesting that, you know, you're 15, most people are concerned about, I'm not saying they're, they're selfish, but they're concerned about their own 
personal gains. And here you are trying to give back and help on individuals because we all know that arts and education is a tough field to get into and to pursue yeah. levels of success. So you decided mm-hmm. in 2018 to start something. Tell us about what exactly it is and, and how can students participate? Well, you can too is a nonprofit organization. And basically we, um, mostly operate in marginalized communities, whether it be the inner cities or Atlanta, DC or anywhere um, in the country. Um, and it's an organization that uh, allows and helps young kids in those marginalized communities specifically to achieve their dreams and go after whatever they want. Because oftentimes the and environments where the resources are a lot um, fewer than maybe the middle-class suburbs of uh, Georgia or anywhere else, uh, you don't have the resources and you don't have the um, uh, the visibility to actually see and be able to accomplish your dreams and your goals. And so um, we give tools and we go into schools and talk. Uh, obviously, you can't do that now because of the pandemic, but uh, that's primarily the work that we do in um, marginalized communities. Do you do anything now because of the pandemic or, you know, via Zoom or via any virtual platforms? Well, we're trying to brainstorm and try to come up ways and innovative ways that we can still be productive during this time. That's sort of been what we've been doing during uh, quarantine is just trying to brainstorm and uh, come up with different ways that we can expand and still be productive during the pandemic. You know, I have have the honor of... um, And this is just listening to you talk and watching your career. And I have a something that honor black men. It's called the Cafe Mocha Swag Award. Cafe Mocha is a is a female centric um, syndicated show for women of color. Like one point four million women listen to this show weekly on syndications. A weekend show. And the Cafe Mocha Swag Award is a celebration of black men who are making a difference in our community by empowering others to reach their life goals. From civic leaders, businessmen, activists, celebrities, and everyday dads. I'm going to tell you something, Jahi. I've never given that award to a teenager mm. until now. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, you know, because, because see, you know, and, uh, and I'm not trying to say anything that um, just, you know, you know, when I, I do research before I do an interview. And so I get a pretty good grasp of what a person I'm talking to. That's why some of the interviews they sent, some of the questions they sent to me, I go off page and people go, nobody's ever asked that question. Because I'm actually, I kind of got a sense. I'm a former entertainer. I, I manage some of the biggest stars in this country and currently manage one of the biggest stars in this country. And I produce a lot of TV shows. And when I, when I hear a young man who's 15 years old, who like I said, who's making a difference in our community by empowering others to reach their life goals. That's you. Uh, so, Jahi, why is that important yeah. to you to help people, and in your case, young people, to reach their life goals? Oh, man. I think just everything that I do comes mm-hmm. from a place of wanting to, to help, first and foremost, my people. Um, black people, not only my people, but primarily my people because, um, you know, just the way that our societal structure is and the hierarchical nature of it. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, if you are black and and you are marginalized, you are uh, born with more strikes on you than um, our Caucasian brothers and sisters. So I think knowing that 
and being aware of that, it makes you responsible. Because once you're educated on it and once you're aware of it, you now have a responsibility. You have the tools and you have the resources. And so now it's your responsibility to do something about that and to make sure that um, just because someone is um, maybe less fortunate when it comes to privilege and power, it doesn't mean that they can't have the same access to um their dreams and their goals as anyone else who does have that privilege and is born with that privilege and that power. And so that's where all of my work comes from, whether it be the roles that I take, whether it be uh, the work that I do off screen and uh, the stories that I write and create and curate. I always want to come from a place of, okay, how is my community going to feel about this? And how can I service my community by, by doing this? Cool. I want to, I want to, uh, go to the the movie that's currently out that was be out um, on HBO Max in October October eighth it be in fact called Charm City Kings and then I want to wrap that wrap this conversation up which will be in great detail I want to go back to the young Simba days and all these other opportunities you have but I I, I watched Charm City I couldn't take my eyes off you young man you have <laughs> the ability to wait for the moment you have an uncanny skill where you're dynamic enough to understand that sometimes you don't have to say something to be effective. Mm. That's a, I'm telling you, I, I, when I, I, right now I'm visually going through different scenes. One of my favorite scenes was, uh, I've seen the movie twice. I usually, when I'm engaged in something, I go, I got to go see this again. You know? Cause you know, when you, when you see something, I'm going to say, Johnny, when you see something two or three times, actually you really enjoy it more. Cause you start really, cause you you already know what's coming up. So you kind of see mm-hmm. it a little bit different. Oh, I didn't see yeah. that. And one of my favorite right, scenes right. is when black shows up at the summer run and then you just staring at it, man. And that's the moment yeah. I'm talking to him. You didn't have to say anything, but you knew your acting ability showed me how important he was in your life. Tell me about that skill set. Tell me about that ability. Thank you. Um, I think that's just, um, <laughs> I don't know. Thank you. Um, I think that's just I skill, something that I picked up. I um, I got a really great compliment from a producer um, when I was working on a film that I did a few years ago. Uh, and he said that the reason that I got the job was basically what she said, my ability. It wasn't what I said, it's what I didn't say that really um, allowed me to get that job. And so I think just focusing on that and naturally when you're in the moment as an actor, you know, if you're doing it right, I think every actor should possess that ability to still emote and still be in the moment, even when they're not saying anything. So it really you. is. It, I mean, you know, and I'm not telling. I'm not telling you to go in auditions and not say anything, not Jahi. I'm just not right. telling. Okay, now you gotta speak. Now you gotta speak. But you have yeah, that yeah, ability yeah. to trust yourself. And I want to go back because I saw Lion King. First time I saw Lion King was in Los Angeles. Okay, and okay. then I saw it in Las Vegas. And Lord have mercy, I went and saw it in New York City. That New York City show is the real deal. You know. Yes, it is. That's where, whoo, first team, first team, <laughs> first team, first team. You know, you better have your act together in New York City at the Lion King, New York City. Tell us about how that opportunity happened to you, happened for you to be 
young Simba in New York City. Everybody, I just set the stage because everybody think all Lion Kings are alike. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're good. They're good, right, Jahi? But they ain't like. Yeah, all of the productions are great. All of, I can say that all of the productions I think are great. Um, but you're right. The new, I mean, it's the flagship production, so it it, it definitely it, it hits different. Um, but I will say uh, the modified version, the modified story of how I became a part of the Lion King. Um, a friend of my brother's um, sent over the audition for an open casting call for Young Simba's and young knowledge to be in the Broadway production and the national tour production of the Lion King mm-hmm. um, to that audition. And at that first audition, there was about um, 500 kids there. And for those who aren't familiar with a, um, an open casting call, it's basically, it's not just for professional actors. It's for everyone. It's for everybody. You know, they call Pookie and them, everybody to come down and audition for it. Mm-hmm. So I went to that audition. I ended up getting a call back I got another call back after that audition, and then I went to New York City to audition in front of the executives or the the yes the executives for the for the Lion King uh, on Broadway, and I ended up getting the role two days later. And I moved to New York with my mom, and we lived in a shoebox apartment for about fifteen months. And <laughs> I, after that, I got um, the new audition story, and everything just sort of started happening. Happening after that production now let's 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 get back to um charm city i'm I'm, I'm gonna bounce around because you 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 you're you're so talented that every story gonna take me in a different direction but it all leads back to charm city kings how did that happen for you my friend that movie opportunity okay um just like any other i was actually i was it was a challenging year i been in a movie that didn't do as well as I thought it was going to do and a TV show that got canceled after one season and in the midst of trying to figure out where I want, what I wanted to do next and just trying to figure out what was the next stage in my career. The, my agent sent over Charm City, the script for Charm City Kings. Um, and I put off reading it for a while because I was like, nah, this, I don't think this is the right project, even though I hadn't read the script, but I auditioned for it. Anyway, I put myself on tape and, uh, I got a call back. And they, I read again, and then eventually I went to Los Angeles and I screen tested for it with Daniel Hansley, um, Lil D, and because uh, I Curtis, who are also in the movie that play, they play Lamont and Swear to God. I screen tested with them, and I um, screen tested in front of Angel Manuel Soto, our director. And uh, I think leaving that room, the three of us knew that mostly new <laughs> obviously that until we've gotten the job yet but i think we could feel the energy that mm-hmm. that we that we had done something special and so maybe a week later i think we got a the week official later. word a week later uh, maybe a, <laughs> a week later which is which is unusual because sometimes it takes months i know that's what, saying, that's what i'm saying i said a week later yeah. a week later yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you, <laughs> you, you, you can schedule rent a week later you know what i'm saying you know? no no for real yeah, exactly yeah, for real it, it was Daunting, but I, like I said, I think we knew from the energy in the room, just the chemistry between the three of us, that we that we had done something special. If we knew nothing else, we we knew that we had sort of killed the audition and that we had a special chemistry and bond on screen. Um, and so, a week later, they said that they wanted me, and we worked out the deal. And I was still sort of uncertain, but I was like, all right, I'm gonna trust my gut, I'm gonna trust God, and I and I went full steam ahead. And it was it was really cool and I think 
I'll say this about Charm City Kings. It was my first time being at the center of a story, I'll say. Um, and I definitely think that it sharpened my work ethic. I worked very hard uh, on and off screen. You know, I would do maybe nine and a half hour days and I worked every single day, every single day of production. I was there. Um, I think I had maybe a day and a half off and I worked every single day and I would come home to the hotel at night and still work on the script and work on the accent, work on the dialect. Like I really worked hard on this. And so this is a labor of love from all of us who are part of the film. And yeah, we're just really excited and proud of it for, for sure. Now, when I, when I hear you talk like this about, I, I, I do I, do I see a, a young director? Starting to be born here, uh, uh, sir, John. Uh -oh. do, do I hear? Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. You know. Uh oh, you may, you might. Listen, speak <laughs> it. I, I, I receive it. Yeah, for sure, for sure, absolutely. Because of the fact that that uh, when I when I you 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 have yeah, first of all you have a passion for it. you have a God gift. Uh, God has given you a, a brilliant talent that you are exercising and maximizing with hard work and focus. That's how you win long term. You don't win long term. Uh, you know. Uh, just doing it when you feel like it, you know, you you, you can't just because you can dunk a basketball. don't mean, you can shoot a, a shoot a basketball. We've learned that in life. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. Meek Mill, his role in the movie um, mm -hmm. mentor. Let's talk about his role off screen with you. And um, because it, it felt very genuine on screen. Yeah, um, Meek and I. It was interesting because uh, Meek released his, his last album that he released, uh, Championships. Uh, he was working on that while we were shooting the movie. And uh, he has an incredible work ethic. I'll mm -hmm. say that. He, mm -hmm. was, he was going back and forth. I mean, if you, you can't, you, one of the things you can't say about Meek is that he doesn't work hard. He works extremely hard. Um, and he was doing championships while he was going, coming back and forth, doing shows, working on the album, and doing the movie full time. So, um, he has incredible work ethic and also uh, one of the things that people don't know about him is that he's actually kind of shy and reserved into himself I would say I think people have a preconceived notion of rappers in general just because of the field that they're in um, and the braggadocious nature that is sort of required to do that um, but he's the he's, he's a really nice and simple guy really shy and um, he he came prepared and, you know, we all sort of, it was a team effort to sort of make him feel comfortable because this is the first time, his first time doing like a movie of this magnitude and mine as well. So I think we sort of help each other out in that sense. Um, he would ask me questions and I would ask him questions. And the cool thing about it is we were both equally inquisitive when it came to how each of us worked and I would watch him from a distance and sort of, see how he worked and how he got into it and it was in it was really cool to get to work with him and see him become more and more immersed into the process as production went on now um when you say the production now when we, we talk about it, it's three friends young teenage mm -hmm. friends in this movie and and uh it, it likens me to another one of my favorite movies on series on showtime the shot there's three young men in that series that i really really are uh, emotionally have tied to and I worry about on, during the series and and I think that's what happens when you have good chemistry in that television series The Shot and so now when I go to Charm City Kings 
I found myself worrying about you three little bad suckers. Okay. <laughs> worrying about what y'all going to get into. That's not going to lead to anything that's positive in your life. That's the chemistry you was talking about creating relatable characters that people can like be motivated to root for and be saddened if they don't achieve the success that they're planning or shooting to get in life. That yeah. how did that how did that play itself out? When we talked about Meek Mill, but that chemistry that you three had on screen or have on screen, because the movie's coming out on HBO Max in October. Talk about that. Well, I like I said before, I think because I uh Danielle and I um, we knew leaving the chemistry read that if, even if we didn't get the job, we knew that we had done something special in the room in the, uh, when we did the, the screen test. And uh, it was really amazing to see our bond develop and grow throughout the filming of the movie and for us to trust trust each other more just, um, throughout the process of filming and um, just get closer off screen and on screen. It was that whole, all of that, you know, goes into how well the chemistry is on screen. And I think we all knew that. And on hell, our director and our producer, Caleb Pinkett, knew that um, if the chemistry between us doesn't work, then the movie doesn't work. Right. Uh, we are the center and the heart of the movie is there was the friendship between Miles Lamont and Swear to God. So uh, I think knowing that and knowing the responsibility of that uh, allowed us to um, trust each other more and to give an authentic performance and material on the screen. Very authentic. I'm talking to Jahi Winston. His star power shines as he leads the highly acclaimed Sundance award-winning feature film Charm City Kings, which is an executive abuse by Will and Jada Smith. Also starring my man, we just talked about him, rapper Meek Mill. And this, it was coming out, it was released October 8th on HBO Max. Um, Kevin Hart, on your resume. Okay, now we're going we're gonna to start talking noise right now to you, Jahi. Uh, Taraji okay. P. Henson on your resume. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Will and Jason Smith on your resume. Uh, um, am, how am I talking to you, Jahi? I, I, don't, I, don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm flying in that, that level of air right now. How am I talking to you, Jahi? Cause you 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 you're up there, boy. You got your food chain is pretty powerful right now. Talk to me about it. <laughs> Working with these people and what have they brought to you as far as because you're very mature. Let's go and just get that out. You're mature. You're very focused. You're one of these kids who who get it early on. I always tell people, you know, President Obama didn't didn't think about being the president when he decided to run for president. He prepared to be your president. I when I when I when I did my homework on you and listening to this interview, this is something you wanted to do, man. And you you were preparing every day to be successful at it. And I saw it in Charm City Kings more than anything, because like you said, that was your first leading role. That was your first time putting yeah. yourself out there where if you suck, then the movie sucks. Of course it didn't happen yeah. because it was an award winning feature film at Sundance. And so talk about working with these incredibly iconic talents that are recognizable on social media, that are recognizable in any magazine that they appear on. They uh, they 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 create engagement when they appear on TV and in the movies. Talk about those relationships, starting with my man, Kevin Hart. Well, uh, all of those um, relationships and the dynamics and working with all those people have been great. But I'll say about uh, Kevin, Kevin is more than anything, he's just a genuinely nice, kind human being. Absolutely. I mean, I think, 
I think that's the general consensus from everyone who has worked with him is that his his heart and his spirit and his energy on set, he exudes such positivity. Like, that's not just his brand for no reason, the whole positivity thing and the positive vibes. Like, he exudes that on and off screen when the cameras are on and when they're off. Um, and uh, he's just a naturally giving person. And like I said, he's just really kind, and that's just who he is um, by nature. He doesn't know he can't be anything else. And that's when you know that he's genuine and authentic when – you know, you really can't be, you don't know how any other way to be, but who you are, which is uh, a giving and generous person. Uh, I'll say uh, Taraji um, was an incredible experience just because I, I literally grew up watching. I grew up watching all of those people that you named. But <laughs> was, yeah, you're, only, you're only 15, Johnny. You, you grew up yeah. watching everybody. Everybody. Yeah. And I'm still, <laughs> but, but uh, Taraji was, pretty special just because you know she's sort of a hometown girl my family is from dc and she's from the same area of dc as my mom and my my aunt and where my mom grew up so uh that was pretty special to do that it was a full circle moment mm-hmm. uh and my mom and taraji used to go to the same hairstylist back in the day but, the hair, <laughs> but they didn't know each other right and my mom this is crazy my mom was in the salon the day before Taraji left for Hollywood. Taraji had come in and said, the story is, Taraji had come in and been like, hey, y'all, you know, make sure y'all tell me, you know, goodbye and wish me luck because I, I leave to go to L.A. tomorrow. Um, and my mom was in there the day that, Taraji, the day before Taraji left to go to That's Hollywood. Hot. That's hot. That's hot. So 20 plus years later, you know, I got to work with her and uh, we got to sort of, my mom and Taraji got to sort of talk about that. But yeah, that was incredible. And, you know, it just, all of these experiences have been really, really beautiful and full circle. The fact that I'm still pinching myself, the fact that I get to work with them and bond with them and Taraji sort of like my industry (laughs) fairy godmother. Right. (laughs) You know, she's all, we check in every now and then. I wish them happy birthday. So. Uh, yeah, I'm really grateful for all of those relationships and experiences. Now, when you when you look at the uh, life in general, um, I live in Atlanta, Jahi. You know, not trying okay. to not trying to get into your life or anything, but I do like you a lot. If you if you because they tell me you're like uh, you know you're outdoorsy kind of a guy. Um, the, or the the movie is about bikes. Watching mm-hmm. your skill sets out there, I just want to bounce back because I got to talk about that because <laughs> Lord knows I couldn't do none of the things those young men were doing skill set wise out there. With Just talk about that experience in general, watching that and watching it being taped and realizing that that's a whole different level, skill set level out there that, that's, 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 that's special. Oh my gosh, that was one of my favorite parts of like anytime my scene was enough, I would always, we would, because I, Didi and I, we would always want to stay and watch the writers do their stunts because that was like the best part. Chino Braxton, Chino, shout out Chino, uh, who's in the film. Uh, he plays Jamal in the film. And, uh, he is 
known across the world. Not, I was about to say the country, but across the world as one of the greatest dirt bike riders like in the game. Like he's crazy. He can tap dance. I'm this is not an exaggeration. He can tap dance on the bike while with one wheel in the air. Like it's really crazy. That's not an exaggeration. Google it. Like he's a beast. And so to watch that now, I, I, they wouldn't let any of us near the bikes. They were like, they were like, absolutely no, not, no, you can't. They were like labor laws, all that stuff. So we didn't really get to ride. Sorry if that ruins like the effect for anybody, but we didn't really get to ride. However, it, the, the highlight was, we didn't need to, I feel, cause we got to watch and experience that like just dope environment of them. And Queen, shout out Queen too. She was a dope rider too. She was a female rider mm-hmm. on the set. So mm-hmm. that was incredible watching watching them do their thing. Yeah, I, I, I had to I definitely had to get that shout out. And I definitely don't not trying to tell a story, but that definitely watching them do their thing in the um, movie is de- of Charm City Kings. I'm interviewing uh, Jahi Winston, uh, the incredible lead uh, player's first lead, a major lead in a movie where he is the star. He's the guy who carries his star power carries this movie. Um, I, what I was going to say, man, I'm about to wrap this up. If you like fishing, man, I, I'd love to invite you by my house, man. If you know, just want to relax and talk and uh, do a little uh, little backyard fishing, man. I got a little uh, little lake, got some 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 fish in there that are catchable. When I catch them, I throw them back. But uh, you, you you're definitely special, Jahi, and I, I I wish you great luck in your career. And I, and definitely we're going to talk again because of the fact that you're you're going to be successful, man. And when you and when you throwing out ideas about what to do with your foundation from a virtual standpoint, reach out to me. That's what I do for a living, man. I make things happen, brother. I really really do. And also I want to congratulate you and I hope you realize the importance of me selecting you as a Cafe Mocha swag award honoree because it's, it's really important to me that you understand that because you're making a difference at 15 years old you're making a difference in younger young people's lives and younger people's lives and don't change okay thank you so much sir. i really do appreciate it thank you all right man we're gonna keep talking about it brother we're gonna we're gonna hype it on my social media we're gonna blow you up you're already blown up but we're gonna blow you up anymore jahi tell your mom hi tell everybody around you god is with you as long as you remember who he is okay Thank you so much. Thank you, my friend. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you want to hear more Money Making Conversation interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host. Bye-bye.